0: Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. With Miles Fitzner and David Taggart. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay same-game multis, only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.
1: Welcome. Good morning, Ruby. You're listening right around the country on SEN Track. This is the Sunday Betfair Edge, and Betfair's Brownlow Predictor has been right three years in a row. Check it out today, and as always, gamble responsibly. Miles Fitzner with you on a Sunday morning, as always, and, well, we'll eventually get that change. We've got one more week of it, and it's <laughs> going to change because this bloke's joined me every week. He's a star... Uh, from Betfair, he's also a star on the SEN Track Network. Also does a little bit on the TV. He's definitely got a face for it. His name is Tom Haylock. Hello, Tommy.
2: That was a glowing, glowing uh, intro, mate. Thank you very much. I'm pumped. I'm good. Um, I can't wait for the AFL today. Uh, Collingwood, hundred thousand. The G. I just checked, happening.
1: I just checked the SEN broadcast commentary schedule. Right. And uh, when you see Jared Whateley commentating games on a Sunday, you must know it is a big one.
2: (laughs) How'd you go last night?
1: Well, I'm going to get to that in a minute because I've got the lay bin coming up. (laughs) And uh, I'll tell you who's going straight in the lay (laughs) bin. The old fruit tingles, the old Camrys. They are oh, terrible. Hang oh,
2: hang on a
0: second.
1: And you're a Crow supporter hang too.
2: Hang on a second. Yeah, this is not a good so way to start the day.
1: I know you're chirpy, but I'll you're only going to be chirpy. Call in for me this week, mate. Well, she... I'm not bagging Carlton, so Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> How about that last week? That was
2: a career highlight,
1: I, I reckon. I, I saw the when you posted it. You said, <laughs> this is a career highlight. I said, Carlton doing Carlton things. Bang, Margaret rang uh, up. Uh, Don't you talk about my uh, Carlton.
2: Call <laughs> in again, Margaret. Pop miles, we'll love, we love
1: Margaret. I'd really love to know... Um, where and how Margaret's going to watch this today because the, this it I I've said during the week this is the biggest home and away game I can remember in my lifetime wow wow well well Geelong and St Kilda had a game where they were both undefeated right yep and I look you're testing my memory here it's Sunday morning I'm not sure when that was but that was because they were both undefeated and there was a bit of hype around it but there wasn't as much as at stake. This is huge, right? So they Round haven't... 14, 2009. Jeez, JD's on it this morning. He's sharp. He's not that
2: sharp. If you saw him earlier, he's... Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. He's Jeez, a JD, <laughs> He said He
1: said to put his head in the lay bin. That's, where... <laughs> <laughs> That's how well he's going. Um, um... <laughs> oh, oh, can you remember a bigger home and away game?
2: Uh, well... Carlton, uh, Carlton and Collingwood haven't played in September since 1988, the qualifying final there. So it's as big as game between the two teams since then. Col- uh, Carlton hasn't made the final since 2013, uh, and Collingwood have got a win for a double chance. It is enormous, though. Well, to Carlton see. have got a win to make it. Well, yeah, pending the results of the hawthorne Bulldogs game today. Oh, uh,
1: well, look, Hawthorne are dangerous in Tasmania, but you think... I mean if the Bulldogs don't win that, they certainly don't deserve to be in the eight.
2: Spot on. They've got to come out and win their dollar forty ish, I think. I can check the odds a bit later, but um yeah, so it is a huge game. There'll be eighty five thousand at least at the G. Um, wish I could grab a ticket mate.
1: Uh, I I would have thought eighty five would be light on for this. You'd hope they get more. Crowds have been oh. down all year. Why do you think that is? Well, I don't know, that had over fifty thousand at the Adelaide Oval last night. Yeah, was a gross
2: final game. What a, what a star he is! Once yeah.
1: again, we we need about ten minutes on this in way bit. I'm <laughs> telling you, this oh. is what an absolute g up that was. But oh, I would, do you want to have a crack at it? You and I, that was closest to the pin. Of we'll what? have a uh oh, the crowd.
2: Yeah, we should get a market up on betfair.com. Do you want to have, yeah. have a closest to the we pin? Sh- we should. Yeah.
1: Well, let's whoever's out there, oh four double nine seven three six coming in as well. Yeah, seven three six. Send your text in. We'll have a closest to the pin for the crowd today. But I'm going to say. Ninety-six thousand two um thirty yep 30. what are you saying 89 tommy's 89 what's neat 89 892 89 two. jd do you want to chime in on this how big's the crowd today he's, is he gonna go out? In, he's, oh he's here he comes here. <laughs> <laughs> hey can you say a number this big feeling like you do this morning <laughs> hello lads uh, nice to
0: nice to be with you um How many? It's one of those those games where if it actually is a true reflection of the tickets sold, I think it's going to be one of the biggest crowds. I'm saying 92, 400.
1: 92, 4. Right, we're going nearest to the pin. Send the text in. Um, Couple off. Just finished work, Miles and Tom. Can I give you an early one for your lay bin? Dane Zorko. Not sure what he said, but the two conversations we have heard are piss poor. Our club, the Lions need to grow some kahunas and give him a week's suspension. Gents, he's our captain and 33 years of age, just plain dumb, from big fella. I haven't caught up on
2: this news. Well, we're going to get...
1: Look, we might as well address it straight off the top. Uh, I've spoken to a couple of guys who are pretty close to it. um, And, look, what was said is not great. I don't think you're going to find much interference coming from club or AFL level. I'm not condoning it by any means. But, gee, a lot of stuff gets said on the field and they go personal a lot. Um, and look, um, Petty's a um a really good fella. From all reports, he's a good South Australian boy, Norwood boy, and um, yeah, he uh, it's it's got to him. I'm just not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure about whether or not the clubs and AFL can suspend players, but I don't. It's it's not great what he said. I mean, I'm not condoning it at all. I'm just saying it's not sure whether they can step in on. Yeah, that. A bit of chatter.
2: Um anyway, uh Alex is already at the G. He's uh in, he's watching the VFL, so built a, a good crowd there. Um a lot of chat about the wink stakes, and we'll touch on that a bit later. I can't wait to talk about that. Um I think four year olds had the first five across the line. Amazing. Maybe six across the line in the wing stakes. So um could return by the four year olds. Uh did you have a profitable day yesterday, Miles?
1: Um No, I don't think in the end because advanced went back to the inside. The rail was off at Belmont by three lengths. And I spoke to Terry. He said, the inside's poison. You don't want to go inside. Advance goes back to the inside, gets rolled. Uh, but, yeah, so that one that one stung. Um, closest to the pin. We've got the messages rolling in, which yeah, is Yeah, here they come. Look We've at this. Plenty. Brett's eighty-eight. Alex is 91 and a half. Uh, Ninety point five, eighty four point seven, eighty five seven. Scotty this from is what Bays we want. Um, yeah. A couple of these before we get to the lay in uh, Hawthorne v Melbourne last round for a final spot, last regular season game for both clubs before they possibly merge together. <laughs> uh, I'm not. It's not a big. It's not a big game, lads. Margaret is in the shed <laughs> from Alex. <laughs> and to get uh, Margaret to call in. Morning, gents. Enough winners yesterday to see me with a little kitty to play with today. Great win by Animo coming down the inside on the softer part of the track. Thought Profondo did well. Profondo was huge. We'll get to that in a minute. Let's go to, we're going to get a stinger made up for this. Let's go to the lay bin, mate.
2: Yeah, well, can we come up with some ideas?
1: I want to hear some messages in for a stinger for the lay bin. Yeah. Well, we could do, um, remember that my suggestion was, um, remember that, the, remember the lay down song, remember by Touch Sensitive? (laughs) Yes,
2: yes. Yep. Don't mind it. Um, are we going? Are we doing this? Yep. Can I, firstly, Futures with Fitz on Thursday morning is one of the great shows, but we need the gambler back. The stinger's in wa- the lay-bin. We need the gambler to, okay, back.
1: What? We could try a That's- bit of this for the lay-bin. Lay down for a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a new it.
1: stinger. Don't mind it. It's the lay-bin. Uh. And it's by touch sensitive, and people get a bit sensitive with the lay-bin, so it makes I, I, sense. I'm
2: putting you grunting and moaning in the lay That was a, that was a big late. What? <laughs> the, uh, you did. <laughs> hey, uh. jeez. Righto. Do you jeez, want to start geez, this? Jeez, jeez. Um, oh, I can start. So speaking to someone during the week, they were cleaning up because they had the cleaner coming. So people are clean for the cleaner lay-bin.
1: Oh yeah, lay bin. massive. I'm labien. with you. I'm with you. Um. This is going to be a little bit of a rant here. Yeah. I've been filling in for Kimbo and the Rooch on their drive program here in Adelaide for the Um, week, the whole week. Uh, Michelangelo Rucci's Die Hard Port Adelaide, obviously writes for them. He's also, you know, stalwart of Adelaide journalism. I wouldn't
2: have guessed that he was... uh... Yeah,
1: uh, Kim Dillon is a Crows fan. They normally go head-to-head. They're big supporter base of the Crows and Port. Now, I don't follow either of them, right? I'm a Geelong supporter. We're sitting pretty. Now... (laughs) Port and the Crows have a war of the words during the week. Tom Jonas comes out and says the Crows are arrogant and they're entitled. Then uh, Ollie Wine says the same thing. You know, we hate them. It's in their DNA. Crows come out and say Port are playing uncontested football. Everything shapes up. Everything shapes up to be a, a blockbuster with a bit of fire and, you know, send off Robbie Gray in the Crosstown rivalry. I've never seen two teams just roll up and not fly the flag for their club, stand up for themselves, <laughs> ever. It was it was another home in a way. They want to talk up the showdown as the greatest rivalry in, in AFL football. No way. You may as well watch. Wow. You may as well watch. It's a pre-season game, Wizard Cup. That's what that was. <laughs> I thought the pressure was all right the first no, half. Oh, yeah, pressure. Mate, the Adelaide Crows get absolutely wiped off the map. Not one person. Tex Walker, mate. <laughs> What's the point of you being there? <laughs> just, like, just You're right, mate. at least go and fly the flag for your club. The West Coast Eagles did it against Fremantle. They were going to get belted, and they went, you know what? We're in a derby, and we're not going to lay down here. Can I
2: just? And the can I the just, Crows, yeah.
1: pathetic. <laughs> lay Port Adelaide, they celebrate like they've won a grand final. They were talking that they're going to win a flag this year. Yeah, they were they celebrate they win a showdown. They're pathetic. Had They're both year. in the bin. Absolute disgrace. What's going to happen with Port, mate? It's, well, <laughs>
2: that's a pretty average year considering they were at really high hopes. i tell you what, Conor rose he's been an
1: absolute star, won the show name medal last night. He's gone to another level the last
2: four or five weeks.
1: Uh, what did they say? Three flags in five years. Uh, finals or but It was grand final or bust at the start of this year. Everyone's forgetting that. They don't make finals. Yep. Yep. Uh, Massive failure. They're only not letting Hinckley go because they've got to pay him out. One more year. He doesn't coach again after next year. It, 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 they don't re sign him. Even if he wins a flag next year, they don't re sign him. Um, can and I, that will not happen. Can I back
2: a few people rather than lay a few things this week? Um, Robbie Gray, he's in, I'm, I'm on backside with him. He's an absolute star of the AFL, mate. He's been a warrior. As a Crow supporter, I'm happy to see the back of him. He's tore it up in big moments. He's an absolute jet.
1: Twelve times he's kicked a score in the last quarter to put his team in front, and on those twelve occasions, ten times Port Adelaide won.
2: That's phenomenal. So there you go. That speaks languages. Like his stats might not meet read as good as some other Port Adelaide greats, like uh, Hughes,
1: t- Corns, but five-time f- time showdown medalist, Correct. four-time All-Australian, two or games. three-time best and fairest, mate. He's a, he's been he's one of the clutch kings of all time.
2: I'm putting someone else in the um, back bucket. I'm going to call Who? it the back bucket. Tony Gollan, I bumped into him on Friday night, mate, at uh, a nice restaurant in the city. Good fella. And he uh, came over and said hello and uh, had a good chat with him. He come
1: over to you or you went to him? Uh, uh, hang on. <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> hang on a minute. I've got something for the lay Saying that somebody came no, over and said g'day no, to you he, and recognised you when they didn't.
2: He, I didn't say it. I definitely <laughs> he said he came over and well, said g'day. He, he technically did come over and say hello, but that was only because someone else knew someone else and they said to go over to him.
1: So, he went, gee, I'm so happy to meet Tom Haylock.
2: That's Tom Haylock from SEN. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs>
1: Um, Mate, you are in the way a bit he early. Te-
2: he technically did come over to me. And yeah. I had a good chat with him. I, t- I mentioned Natuno. Obviously, the future's with Fitz. He said he's um, he trialed earlier in the week. He's a bit keen, but we're pretty keen to see him. He's heading to the um, San Domenico, I reckon, next Saturday. Yeah, so trick
1: is seeing him settle, isn't it?
2: Yes. So he was. we had a bit of a chat with him, but good on him for, for coming over and getting an autograph from me. So he's
1: he's in the back <laughs> bin. Can the back I just, bucket. Yep. Um, a couple off the text here. Showdown was boring. Couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> Couldn't agree with you more. And for the South Australians to talk it up, I'm a South Australian and I'm, gonna, I'm whacking all of them. They talk it up like it's the greatest rivalry. Pathetic. Go to the Ramsgate, <laughs> belt the life out of each other. Fair income. Uh, Someone said on you, Milo, the touch-sensitive tracks are tuned. Get it into rotation in the Arvo for some winners. I'm leaving it in there. Yeah, keep um, it in for this show, mate. Oh, People that go uh, under the speed limit on highways... Get yep. in the lay bin. Yeah, left lane drivers. Yep. Left lane drivers on a two-lane highway, and they're not overtaking lay bin.
2: <laughs> all right, you know I put um, my milkshake turning up a couple of weeks ago without a straw? Gave him another chance last night. Oh, no. Gave him another chance. Ordered two milkshakes.
1: <laughs> they're bringing all the boys to the yard, were they? Got... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Get that
1: song into rotation. <laughs> I only got well... one. Only got
2: one, only one milkshake turned up.
1: So you ordered one one week and no straw rolled up. You ordered two and then you get one. Did that, did that have a straw? <laughs>
2: yeah, it had two straws. No, no, it didn't. Only got um, one,
1: one of the two. So that's in the late too. Big T's chimed in. G'day Fitzmagic. Stuff the showdown. Tell me how Norwood lost yesterday. Which uh, smashed my state of origin, Maldi. Yeah, Norwood, Adelaide and North Adelaide. The three teams on top of the for ladder all lost yesterday to teams outside of the five. There you go. Amazing. Mwanga in the lay bin. It's gone, this prep.
2: Fascinating uh, I'll give, setup. i would give him another chance. Oh, it, obviously, horse, it didn't go man. well. He's your favourite horse in the lay bin. Um, yeah, he was awful. Let's not, let's not beat around the bush. He was very plain. He trialled pretty averagely, but Blinkers went back on. I expected better, but we can touch on the uh, Wink Stakes in a bit more, a
1: bit later. Uh, uh, 91.7 for Connor. It was the last leg of a three-leg multi-year. Braden, I know. On your Animo superstar. You got that right. And uh, we watch Zorko every week, and he's been undisciplined for two years from big fella um, lay... Uh, also what about for your lay-bin? Lay your move on me by Racy. Have a great Sunday, gents from Big fella Ooh, love it. Hey, desperately got to go to a break, Tom. Um, when we come back on the other side, we'll discuss uh what, either footy and or more racing. I don't know, we've chopped and changed here. The lay bin went too long. But Bedfair's Brownlow predictor's been right three years in a row. Make sure you go to bedfair.com.au. Gamble we'll responsibly call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. 858 858
0: Sunday Betch with Miles Fitzner and David Taggart. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay same-game multis only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly.
1: Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back. Sunday Betfair Edge, all thanks to Betfair. We love them. Don't let the bookies make the rules. You can back or lay same-game multis only on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. As always, uh, Tommy... Do you want to go to football or do you want to go to racing? Do you want to just finish on the footy a little yeah, bit? Yeah, let's talk about, some, stuff?
2: We'll talk about some footy. we read the odds out. We've got some Brownlow stuff. Um, and then we can talk all things racing after the six second
1: break. Paul's chimed in and I do want to get the head wobble up. I've tuned in yeah. today to hear an hour of how good showmanship is. How many, <laughs> yeah.
2: how many times are you going to read that out today?
1: Three money, said Paul. And yeah, it was. And But oh, I'm telling you, the Ceres and White all spring. Just follow it. Just follow mm. the Ceres and White. It mm. was a good win. Yeah, well, Tags got mixed up with showmanship in Western Empire. He said, Miles has said this is a group one horse. I said, no, Tags. <laughs> no, Western Empire is a group one horse. They're, showmanship all, they're all the same. Now, I, I did see a tweet from the great Timmy Gill, and he's one of the great Melbourne <laughs> Nuffies of all time too. <laughs> Uh, he, is, he's, he is the
2: biggest Melbourne Nuffie has ever, is, ever
1: so. across. So Betfair have got Tim Geel uh, and Melbourne, and we've got JD and St Kilda, right? So <laughs> JD's nodding. <laughs> and we've got, no, actually, we've got A-Rod and Hawthorne. Um, so <laughs> and he does nod now. Uh, but it did say Fremantle got to $5 on the fair and Port Adelaide got to $1.75.
2: That is correct. That is correct. So, well, I hope so
1: because he's from Betfair, mate, and he should have got. <laughs> I hope he got that right. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> otherwise, so, otherwise, Timmy, you'd be in the lay-in.
2: Well, I thought Melbourne were a great value on. Uh, how's this? I was still at form on Saturday night. So, no, you weren't. I, I legit was before I went, and Tony Golland caught up with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I was, doing, and I missed, I was gonna. I was actually gonna back Melbourne. I thought I said on Thursday, night, Sam Hargraves, on the Brownlow Show with Beth Fair, that Melbourne were good value. They were in my votes for the three, two, one plays, and I, I missed getting on. It was just sickening. So that's in the lay bin. But, yeah, they started $2.10. They won uh, convincingly. It was a great uh, Friday night. But huge ramifications for the Brownlow medal. We can touch on it a bit as well with that match. Similarities oh. between Bulldogs and Port Round 23 last year when Bonson and Ollie Wines were head-to-head. Port Adelaide got the chocolates. Ollie Wines went on to won the, win the Brownlow. Very similar parallels between that match on Friday night. As you said, GWS, GWS free medal. Free medal hit $5 in play. They... Um, yeah, they got out of hand lead in the first half, traded as low as $1.25 um GWS, and then Fremantle fought back after getting out to five dollars. So it just highlights the benefits of trading in uh, AFL. You can set these bets up, you can cool up and uh, get that on. Caleb Sarong was dominant, thirty two disposals. Um Whitfield was pretty poor with fifteen. North Melbourne Gold Coast. Um I'm not sure anyone in Australia watched that match, did they, Fitzy? Which one? <laughs> exactly. North Melbourne Gold Coast. Who? Yeah.
1: You know what I did here? And I agree with him wholeheartedly. Kane Corns this morning, Sonia Hood saying to Sam Edmund, would have come on and announced the coach uh to David King live on air if if Kane hadn't said she was uninspiring. Oh. Well, Kane's doubled down this morning and said, Well, she was on the greatest on the Sunday footy show, and I'm watching him on there now. He's doubled down and said, well, while she's on her victory lap, North Milman getting thumped by the Gold Coast by 67 points. <laughs> oh. and that's a fair shout.
2: Oh. Your, fair your shout. just annihilated West Coast, mate. Nothing really from a betting perspective. How I many they
1: rest too? They rest a few? Or? I
2: don't even know. Dollar are two favourites. They annihilated them. It was huge. A couple, maybe. Um, Essendon and Richmond. Essendon and uh, Richmond just basically led. The Bombers are... What do you make of Ben Rutten and the Bombers at the moment, mate? That should be in the Labian, that whole. Essendon should be in the in again. Yeah, well, what they've done, how they've the gone, ab-
1: how they've gone about it. The one thing I do want to applaud is uh, Richmond when Michael Hurley kicked the goal for Richmond to go and get around Michael Hurley. Oh, I love that stuff. That is just straight up good sportsmanship. They went, you it's know, Marlon Pigger went, and rubbed him on the head and whatnot. That's ri- that's just really good play. That's well done to be. Richmond for oh, that. I, yep.
2: I like that. Yeah, well, good call. Port Adelaide, Adelaide, Adelaide. Um, Port Adelaide got to... did
1: Don't even talk about it.
2: Well Adelaide started three twenty five. They got as low as two forty two and um Port Adelaide hit a dollar seventy in play as well. So Adelaide were fighting. They they were in the contest for the first half and then just got blown out of the park in the second half. But there's the uh the recap on the weekend so far. I can't wait for this weekend's action. Um or this today's action It's gonna be huge. Hawthorne going to the game three dollars thirty against Bulldogs dollar forty three. You're just you just think the Bulldogs turn up and win?
1: Well, it, I'm full disclosure, I'm leading my footy tipping, right? Oh, any opportunity to give yourself a plug? And um, well, I, I think I'd nearly be on top in the paper too. I'm, I'm <laughs> I would have, been, I'd be winning that. Uh, anyway, well, next, I, next, you might get a gig next game, next year. They're, they're tipping, they're tipping. It, I, everyone's tipped the so I've essentially, you know, had to protect my lead. So I'm on the same as somebody else, but I'm up by thirty points on margin, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're on up uh, both on one hundred and forty-two. Where'd you go with Friday night? Uh, Tip Brisbane, but he tipped Brisbane as well. The guy that was on top. Now, the the one for me is Carlton Collingwood, and I've I've tipped Carlton, and I just don't know whether or not I've done the right thing here. If you're tipping the favourite, who's the favourite?
2: Well, Carlton is the favourite. Are they? Short answer. But and this is this is why we talk about market percentages and markets. Now, Carlton going to the game at a dollar ninety eight, Fitzy. As favorites against Collingwood $2. So the market's hundred and one percent basically on Betfair, um, as opposed to corporates for $1.90, dollar ninety, dollar Obviously there's commission and stuff that comes out of it, but that's how even this match is today. Carlton a dollar ninety-eight, Collingwood two dollars. And then St Kilda Sydney, St Kilda, four dollars fifty against the Swans, a dollar twenty-seven. Secure probably make a few list cuts at the end of the year, Fitzy and uh yeah, well, Jay, half of them. As, I just don't know where they're at. They're just a middling club at the moment. They need oh, to go back down and, and regroup and get some draft picks and, and trade and, um, yeah, reload. But uh, $4.50 against the Swans are really hitting their straps to, uh, at the moment, mate. The Swans,
1: up. if they get a home prelim, look out.
2: Yeah, well, Swans are uh, $6.40. Third favourites in the Brownlow, uh, Brownlow, in the Premiership market, $6.40 at the moment. Geelong still favourites, $3.10. Melbourne, ultra impressive Friday night, $3.55. Swans, 6 40 Collingwood, $13.50. Richmond, $13.
1: Can we just go to the Brownlow? Because someone's texted in and said, Milo, who's your Brownlow lay this year? I need to fill up. <laughs> <It's> from Steve. <laughs> With Ollie White. Uh, cool, I my, I learned my lesson, Steve, and fair play to you, son. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, oh, I love it. I haven't laid anyone this year, oh. but in January, February, March, April, May, June, July, and August, I've said Lockie Neal would win it. And probably for the first time, I've just got a little bit wary <laughs> after last week, after uh, uh, Friday night. You would have been nervous it, that game. Well, I was just hoping that. that I, I think he's, you know, I'm, I'm relying on the Betfair Brownlow predictor, too. He's, what, two and a half in front? Yes, he and is. And so I, I'm, you know, if Oliver. If Oliver maybe even gets like he, I don't think Oliver gets three for that game. No, and the Brownlow Medal Project will
2: call out their votes in the next couple of days. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I can tell you what Neil won't get votes. So
1: no, and see the last two rounds he hasn't. But I just think he might. Well, everyone knows I took Lockie Neil at the start of the year, and a lot of listeners did too. it be around the twenties, twenty-three. Some got twenty-sixes, um, and then we took him into Geelong, him into Melbourne, and him into Brisbane for the flag. So. Um, I know there's some big multis. A lot of people have sent me those multis out too. Um, but, gee whiz, it, I'm, it's going to be a hell of a count. You're going to be doing a show, aren't you? Like yeah, the we, might be doing show. A,
2: we might be doing a live Brownlow show thanks to SEN. We're still working that out at the moment. Mate, we'll at least do a preview show, so there'll be some Betfair preview show. Can I show, get in on that, that Or yeah, yeah, since I'm here. meant to be
1: the SEN be link between Betfair and are you? SEN, aren't I?
2: Yeah. yeah, well, you're invited for sure, mate. You can come on any time with me. Um, Clayton Oliver, thirty disposals. So He led the led the game with thirty disposals, eighteen kicks, thirteen clearances. If you don't mind, so um, oh, he's got oh, to get oh, he's got oh. to get votes. Obviously, see C- Pickett got four, four had votes. Petraka three votes. Petraka, yeah, you know that's, <laughs> what, that's what he'll right. do. See well, Petraka C- had, had twenty three and kicked two, so he might actually it'll be C. It'll be a long C. I,
1: I reckon, it's, yeah, it's paying a dollar oh one that Gil McLaughlin last C- round that C- game. He'll go C. Oliver, two votes. That's what we he'll do. C
2: see Cameron.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, a couple of quick ones. We'll have to jump to the news. we we'll get to the racing on the other side. Omen bet at sale today. Cakewalk baby. Go pies. Gee, you love Bob Peters. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I love his horses, mate. <laughs> Can I just say right. something? I'm just going to jump in. Nothing, um,
2: Steve obviously potted you after the Brownlow. Um, Ollie Wines. You a little bit nervous about your Artorias first animo comment?
1: No, I changed that when that animo bolted in no, at um, you've changed. You All right. I
2: made
1: the comment after <laughs> I made the comment after the Caulfield Guineas. And I said I to think Artorias has. Yeah, I said Artorius, I think, has got more ability than Animo. Yeah. Well Anyway. We'll talk about that in a minute. I can't wait.
2: But what well, I've been proven wrong. Yeah, that's right. It's opinion's game. I just like potting
1: you, mate. Animo's gone. Mate, I didn't think he was... We all went against him yesterday. First up, he's won one from four. First up, he came out and brained them. It's super horse. Even Vin Cox said... I had Vin on that morning. You know what he said? Oh, well, he's not fully wound up. He's only at about 70%. Made his best Zapoteo. So we well, got
2: it right. So that day <laughs> yeah. was my best, too. Let's talk about racing after the break, I reckon, Fitz. Yeah, let's to go to the news. About. We're
1: running late. We're running late. JD's waving at me. He said, hurry up, Miles." We'll yeah, go stop. to the news. All thanks to Betfair's Brownlow Predictor. It's been right three years in a row. Welcome back to the Sunday Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Aylock with you. All thanks to Betfair. And Betfair's Brownlow Predictor's been right three years in a row. I forget that that one comes back cold. Doesn't it? There's no music yeah. coming back for that one. Hey, um, uh, Will Kenton Price bring down the roof at Sale today? Cheers from Anthony. Bring down the roof.
2: What does that <laughs> mean? I should have a winner, I assume.
1: I don't know. Hey, uh, <laughs> let's let's talk racing. It was Showmanship was good.
2: <laughs> oh, another pat in the back. Um, um, it was a good win. Showmanship, really good horse. I I was with you, Fitzy. I tipped it. Um, I had a good day yesterday, actually. Um, Did you? Yeah, I had, a, had a good day. Showmanship was fantastic. On top, I thought it was a great bet. You don't get, you don't get Danny O'Brien bringing a horse to Sydney, booking James McDonald on with a great record like that, not here to win, right? It was just seemed obvious, and it was either Showmanship, a great bet or you couldn't back anything else in the race. And I thought $3 was a huge price, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I thought it was too.
2: Um, and so did uh, the listener who messaged in. He had a good fill-up on uh, showmanship as well. Great return. Let's go through Sydney a little bit. Um, the first few races were a bit average. What did you make of the Winks stakes, mate?
1: Uh, well, I, I had a chat to Dean Watling in the preview right yesterday, and I said, you know, you can't ignore, if you're going to take a few, it was Mwangi hinged, then you were sort of fangirl- profondo animo, right? Yep. But we both said that he could come out and brain them and we look silly and you sort of go, oh, well, well, there he is. And yep. that's sort of kind of what happened. So it wasn't a race to be launching into. It wasn't a price to be launching into. I mean, and, and that's, you know, Vin Cox probably vindicated that by saying, well, he's not our best of the day and he's not 100%. So we just want him to run well. Scary, but And the then is- he was far too good. So the, even there, they weren't you know, bullish. No,
2: other, no, no other horses in the race uh, were there a hundred percent either. No, a lot of them
1: first up. So, and look, it, it's. I mean, it, look, he's on. His grand final still to come. Yep. So it's scary to think of what he's going to do. What I wonder what it really did to the Cox Plate market.
2: Yeah, we'll have a look at that in a minute. Just watch the three here at Hillsville, mate. Superior Tom, it's called. I just caught my eye. I oh, should have a couple of dollars right. on it, but
1: anyway, Superior um, Tom, <laughs> give me a spell.
2: <laughs> um, animo so. My mounting Yard guy in Sydney has got a really good handle on this horse. And I was a big fan girl. I actually like Mo Ungar as well. I tipped those two. Throughout the week, I thought they were the two bets in the race. I was concerned about Animo first up. Obviously, what he did in the autumn, he was very – We well, took three or four runs to really hit his straps. My mounting Yard guy said yesterday he had returned a different horse. He'd improved and looked perfect. So,
1: well, that, you know, they're not going to also bring him back either. You think about – you know, his value as a stallion.
2: He's won it all. They've, only,
1: they've, got, they've got a lot to lose by bringing a horse back again and then him not performing. He's almost um, won a
2: Golden Rose. He's almost won a Caulfield Guineas. He's almost won a Cox Plate. He's come out one of a Wink Stakes. He's an absolute freak. Lost a Blue freak. Diamond. Yeah, absolute freak. Um, probably, oh, I don't know where he sits in top horse in Australia, but he's definitely in top three or four
1: now. Oh, well, Sprinter's, I can't believe obviously... he's only second favourite for the Cox Plate. Yeah. Well, if still favourite, which is astounding. So,
2: so Mountingard came back and said, this horse is here to win. He's looking perfect. So I saved the Quinella with Fangel Mwanga. So I got something out of the race, which was good. Yeah. Um, Fangirl was enormous. I think she's in for enormous prep. Profondo uh, massive. Epsom. Profondo sat wide on speed, fought on really well. Hinged, just outsprinted at the top of the straight, but fought on okay.
1: That also loves it wet. Yeah, so. and,
2: and just just out sprinted, but fought on okay. The last 200 wasn't bad. Stockman ran the, first, the last 200 metres of the day, I think.
1: Um, means nothing if you're not even up there.
2: No, but for a stayer, going places over four hundred metres, he's in for a good campaign. It's a yep. positive sign. Mwanga, Tommy Berry got off and said, needs to be outside of horses, needs to clear running, because he's a horse that, And this is why I've never been a fan of the horse. He's not just a sit and sprint. He needs to build and he's off the bit. He's always one of the first horses off the bit and he just keeps finding. So if he doesn't get breaks at the right time and not sitting wide on the track and building into his revs, he just struggles to win. And that's exactly what happened. He just kind of gave up, I think, when he was on the heels of those in front of him. Halal was okay. Beno warmed up late as well for uh, further, which was good. Gotcha was a good result for me, Fitzy. I got the 13s, 14s on Betfair, which was really nice. what
1: about in secret, mate? Yeah. What about in secret? (laughs) Um, Oh... That was my So my best up there was showmanship and in, in secret.
2: Well, so. I'm happy I got some luck for once, mate, which was nice. So gotcha was great. i tell you what, this time of year, horses off Queensland preps, and I'll be saying it in the future show. I said it on Thursday to you, Fitzy. Now mm. is the time to jump on these. So gotcha perfect example. They're, they've got that fitness edge. They've been up in the sun. All the others are coming off their winter coats, and we've well, got their winter coats and not quite turned in. He paraded superbly, so gotcha and won really well. Uh, Pizarro, another nice result for me. Mountingard got this one right as well. Yeah, you've, be, you've oh, been you've been on Pizarro
1: been... for some time. Just the
2: race setup last start was awful. Um but Saturday was fantastic. They went so slowly last start, he was back and just couldn't get in the race. I thought his run was good. Pizarro was a good result for me there as well. So big, big day for me in Sydney, which was nice, mates. Um I
1: got the um I got the Mooney Valley Quaddy. Yeah. Uh, yesterday. Bella Nippertina and extremely lucky. Bella was superb. Man Kane, I just can't ever back it. Won't ever again. Um, and well, what else did you want to talk about up there?
2: Can I just talk about the price of Pizarro? We just talked about it. $4.40 best tote. $4.40 best tote. Betfair starting price, $7.10, 11 cents.
1: Oh, that's, um, 60, that's uh, juicy.
2: 61.6% better than best tote. Love Betfair that. starting price on Pizarro. Mark.
1: Said, Miles, did your best win at Belmont. No, advanced, went back to the inside. Terry said the rail was three to four lengths worse at Belmont, the inside. Oh, that's and bad that's bad, where he it? went. Uh, right. I mean, they'll so have a day with a few so, winners.
2: It's so hard when you get track patterns track oh. and biases. Like last week in Sydney, Rose Hill was an absolute joke. I talked about it, I put in the lay in, but fencing yeah. run was ridiculous. And then this week it had to be off fence at Sydney, same with uh, Belmont.
1: Uh, brain them on inferior ground. No horse won from that part of the track except Animo. Good on you, Braden. And what happened to Malunga? Well, Tommy just explained before.
2: Bella and um, Nicotina, be... fantastic at the Valley.
1: Superb. Um, extremely lucky. Maybe, you know, they thought it was fo- flying. There was only two in that race, and you could have backed both and turned a profit. Um, I had field in the last, and Sam's image proved that. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Feeder Sand was probably the big surprise. That was my best there. Feeder of but... Sand just...
2: Fast witness, fast witness took out the McKenzie Stakes. $12 Betfair starting price, top tight $7.90. Just another good example
1: of why I should bet with Betfair. Getting huge prices there. Um, there's really nothing else I really want to talk about, to be perfectly honest. No,
2: there's been some good horses trialling. Lost and running trialled um, Friday, I think it was. Went really nicely. Really good tick over trial heading towards the Everest. So the good mm. horses are trialling, mate. We can talk about more. What are we covering on futures with Fitz during the week?
1: We, I, we've only got two left. Oh, we got two left or one left? Two, I think. So, I think we're going to do Oaks Derby, and then we're going to do Cup and Recap. Yep, nice. So yeah, so Oaks and Derby this week. And look, that's really that's Dean Elliott's wheelhouse. that's Dean Elliott's wheelhouse. It's not my wheelhouse, really. Derbies and Dokes, uh, derbies and Dokeses. Dokes. Oh.
2: Dokes. <laughs> the old yeah, well, Dokes and Derbies. Can I, can I just say, JD's just rolled in with the Mackers here. Look at him demolish it. How'd you guys go with your two hundred dollar gift card or whatever it was? Oh yeah, I still yeah, still I don't (laughs) have one.
1: I think he's coming over for a chat. Here we go. Oh, is he? There wasn't an invitation. There was more of an observation. What do you got for us, J.D.? I must say that
0: the sponsor's uh, the sponsors' product is quite nice on a day like this. Big shout out to the missus who surprised me with that and sent it here uh, off her own bat. So. Wow. Oh, well, that lucky is you put a ring on it. Yeah, That's that big. Exactly. That's good from her. The good back a, bucket. Good Sammy. Jeez. She's uh, she's done a good job. Far out. Don't here we uh, go. need one Team. of those. Team. Team, you need to look
1: at it from a breeding point of view. Mwanga needs a long trip. For one, he is by Savabiel. No good on a sit and sprint. Needs a real war to see the best of him from Anthony. Not sure uh, I agree with Anthony there. Anthony, yeah, not entirely. He's better over he won, a trip. He
2: won this race last start, just beat a nice horse called Very Elegant. Um, and he's three last, from four year, first so up or something. He's so got a great, He was three from five first up. He's actually fly. Yeah. I think he's better fresh. Kept races spaced. But um, yeah, anyway.
1: Well, you might just be able to put one in the bin and, and put a line through them and see them return. So anyway, but ex- look, some of those races, I didn't lose too much because I didn't launch. So anyway, let's go to a break. On the other side of this, what do you want to, do you want to talk today? Do you want to talk? got a couple um, of things
2: today, some sports, whatever. There's lots coming up, mate. World Cups right.
1: coming up, all sorts. Well, the World Game or the cricket? It's both. It's
2: everything. It's all happening. It's going to be a huge That's, spring.
1: Big Spring. Hey, uh, this is the Betfair Edge. Betfair's Brownlayer predictor has been right three years in a row. Check it out today. And as always, gamble responsibly.
0: With Miles Fitzner and David Taggart. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay same game multis. Only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858.
1: Welcome back. Sunday, Betfair Edge. About four or five minutes remaining. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock. All thanks to Betfair. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay same game multis. Only on Betfair. And people need to understand that. If you've got a same-game multi, you've got any multi, even if you've got it somewhere else, don't cash them out. Go and lay them. Go and lay them, please, on Bedfair. That's right. Build the book and just make sure you're in positive territory. i just got a quick one for the lay-bin, too, and JD will be able to give me the nod if it was correct. Did footy on nine, is that a joke that they put up, that thing about Brad Hill, or is that real? Is that real? (laughs) Oh my, oh my days. Photo of Brad Hill says Paddy Bright has re- announced his retirement. Labin.
2: No, they did not. Yeah, look. I'm, I'm going to hold it up to you. Look at this.
1: They look. did not.
2: <laughs> that reminds me. Oh, whoa. yuck. That reminds me of my favourite all-time tweet from Marsha Hines. Who? Marsha Hines. You know Marsha Hines. Tell favourite me. all-time
1: tweet. This is S-E-N here, got a, mate. They're going to come for you here no, in a minute.
2: Got a photo. I know who she
1: was, JD. I'm big facetious.
2: Got, got a photo <laughs> of Ian Chapel wearing a, a fedora, like, and said, "It's great to meet the great Tony Gregg." And this was six months after his passing. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of, the, one of the great
1: tweets. Oh, <laughs> that's not good. No, <laughs> that's not good. But hey, similar, uh,
2: similar kind of areas.
1: Uh, as a guy lives in New Zealand, tip for you boys, watch the races out, out of top, top Tupu yeah. on Wednesday. A few horses will come across the ditch during Love the spring this. and get the job done. We'll, Good on you, Anthony. And
2: we'll, we'll get Anthony in, I reckon. And get, and him mate,
1: on. get him on the thanks show. For tu- yeah, thanks for tuning in over there in, in New Zealand. And what we might do, next Sunday morning, Anthony, text in and give us a buzz. Yeah. And we don't have time today, but next Sunday morning, we'll have you to chat. New Zealand horses. Uh good Miles, another Barry Crocker yesterday. Think um, other than showmanship, need anything to get me back into the green. I'll try my best. Alex said, Where's tags? Uh, geez, impatient this morning, Alex. is about eight minutes away. As <laughs> like like every other Sunday. He's He's
2: putting like, me in every the other Sunday
1: plenty. is midday, mate. Uh, Eastern. Um You've got a couple of really big price runners we'll just touch on very, very quickly. Oh,
2: huge. Moody Valley had two. Race two, uh, Virtuous Circle, uh, 31 BSP, but traded 140 in play, amazingly. And uh, Sam's Image hit 130 in play. Alex, Tags just walked into the building, by the way. He's not far away. He just strolled in. Um, Belmont, Marley's traded 120. Alice Springs had a runner. $2.85 Betfair starting price. Traded at 270, Fitzy did it win? Yeah, it's a winner. They're all winners. So, I don't yeah. know. I would love to see that race. That's amazing. $2.85 starting price and hit 270 in runs. So, you can back and, and bet in play and <laughs> someone had a fill-up. Yes, yeah, someone
1: did. Amazing. Um, all right. Uh, let's do this very, very quickly. Um, We've what got the crowd numbers down. We'll get tags to enter too. we We'll all go head-to-head. What are we winning? I don't know. We're, well, well look, I'm, I'm not far off being in Melbourne, so we're going to be you know. Or dinner.
2: Um, Let's have a steak on it.
1: Uh, Closest Hawthorne, to the pin. Hawthorne, Hawthorne dogs. Oh, we're doing Quickly. Hawthorne No, dog. no, 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 winner. winner. Uh, dogs. Dogs. Uh, Sydney St Kilda. Sydney. Right. Carlton Collingwood, who Carl- are you with? Carlton.
2: If Carlton You'll- turn up and play the same as they did last week, I thought they were brilliant against Dees last week. So I think if they replicate that, they will beat Collingwood. Um, yeah, plenty going on, mate. Obviously, the FIFA World Cup on Betfair, soccer, huge. Hit that up. There's been $1.2 million traded on this market already, Fitzy, if you don't mind. Brazil go into the World Cup as favourite, 6 $6.20. France, $7.40. England, $8.00. Argentina, $8.60. Spain, $9.80. And Germany, $11.50. So, great market. That's all happening. We've got the T20 World Cup coming up soon as well. Australia going to that favourites so for $4.20. India, four forty. dollars England, $5.40. So, um. It, you hope you're over over because there's gonna be a lot happening in spring. I'll be there. there there's
1: big a big announcement coming up in the uh in the Sunday trackside. You can't give us a little
2: sneak preview on Bet uh, Sunday
1: Betfair Edge or not? There might be uh, tune in all day and wait for this, do I? Even there though may I'm be a par- there may be a party. A party? Yeah.
2: Uh, like you're gonna have a ticket tape parade or something when you come home or Roll the red carpet out for you to for Melbourne. Come home. Is that what you're Come Come, home. Come It's coming home. It's coming home. <laughs> it's
1: coming home. <laughs> 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 I tell you what, get me out of this joint though. After that showdown was just one of the biggest flops of all time. I'm sick of the media beating this up. I was I was of the impression that they were going to go. Oh, I was going to be a ripper. Nah, flat as a tack. Um, what does Rex Hunt say? He's as flat as a yes. and house and Carter's hat. <laughs> 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 wow, yeah, nah, it's been flat a pleasure, mate. Eight.
2: It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to next week's show. We'll chat to Anthony and well, uh, we don't have to talk any more crows or port, Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Fair Tag's
2: in the building. He's warming up for all those listening. Hey, he's back.
1: He's, he's good. He's good first up. This bloke. He's good fresh, Tommy. He is. I love Uh, it. Trackside coming at you very, very shortly. We're going to talk about um, Survivor today too at sale. Go sign up. Tommy, uh, great show with you as always. And look, uh, I'll chat to you a bit later today. It
2: was good fun, mate. Yeah, thank you. Looking forward to it. Give us a buzz sometime.
1: Trackside coming soon. Good on you, Tony Golan.